you know, at the time you're looking at what you've got and you always want something different, but it's realizing that the grass is not always greener with whatever your other schedule is. And all these moms that were like, you know, I don't want to go to my job and I want to be home with my kids all day, realized that like, that's not really all that's cracked up to be too. And that's why I started my business kind of in the first place was I want to be at home with my kids, but I also knew that like sitting and playing with my kids all day was going to drive me crazy. Like that I needed more than just that. And so kind of being able to like have that balance and being able to do both things. And um, a lot of moms got to see what that looked like when COVID hit. Welcome back to the Balance Foley podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, making sure that you always have the balance tools you need to live a full life that is completely exciting in the work life and in love. We cannot forget love, people. Love is what creates the balance in our lives in the first place because either you have it and it's good and it's juicy and it's passionate and it's awesome or you don't and you are frustrated in more than one way but we'll talk about that on another episode <laughs> today i am excited to continue in our season theme of living fully that is truly showing up fully as who you are not just as a professional which we do a lot we show up in our professional attire our professional posture all of our gre level words like we do all the things and then we don't necessarily live those same things out loud for ourselves. If we show up as a coach or a consultant or a business strategist, we are completely compassionate with our clients, but we're not always as kind and compassionate with ourselves. We can help them become as productive and lean and mean in their fitness and their exercise and their mindset as you can imagine training an athlete, but we don't necessarily always do those things for ourselves. That is why I am excited to have for you today an amazing, 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 amazing woman named Rochelle Jinks, a productivity coach to the world who's helping women coaches bust through plateaus by setting goals and increasing productivity so they can build a thriving online coaching business without spending even more time in their business. Well, how awesome is that? Because that allows you to spend more time with yourself, mama, like you get to have some me time for you. And if you have some family or some pets or some loved ones or some, some siblings that deserve a little bit of you too, you have the time to do it. So Rochelle is making sure that you can free up that space that really matters to you and still live in a space where you can be a beast at work because you're productive and you're getting things done and not just being busy. Rochelle, welcome to the Balance Foley podcast. How are you today? I am good. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I am super excited to have you. You know, I told you before we got started that I digitally stalked you professionally, of course, <laughs> just making sure that you are showing up in the excellence that your bio represents of you. And so far, so good. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about what you do in the world, especially with your clients and how you're helping them succeed. Wonderful. Thank you. I always start by telling kind of my background story and how I got where I was. And the truth is, is that I decided in sixth grade, I wanted to be an attorney. I had these huge goals and dreams about how I wanted to, you know, how I saw my future. Um, and I also wanted to have eight children. And at the time, of course, being 12 years old, I didn't really see that those were two were going to be very difficult things to put together. So went through my life. I did all the law school. I got my MBA. I'm a CPA. I went to school for a very, very, very long time to decide that I wanted to have all of these children and that I wanted to be able to spend time with them and have a life with them and do all these things. And so um, my husband and I started a law practice together and we practiced together for many years. We brought the kids to work with us. Um, we, I didn't end up with the eight children. We only have six, but it's a pretty close to the eight. 
And um, over time, I just found myself wanting to get further and further away from the practice of law, mostly because of the negativity. Nobody's ever happy. They're always complaining. You know, every time I'd get a phone call, I would just dread having the conversation with the person because I always knew it, they were going to be complaining or have a problem with something. And that just wasn't fulfilling to me. It wasn't how I wanted to live my life. Not to mention the fact I hated getting dressed up in a suit. I um, did not enjoy having my schedule dictated by the courtroom. And so I slowly got myself out of doing that. And about six years ago, I started a coaching practice. And I guess the rest is kind of history. That is phenomenal. First, let me congratulate you on just wanting something bigger, right? Because that's, you know, it sounds so simple, but a lot of people don't necessarily want bigger because they can't see past the, to your point for some of the clients that were calling at the time, they can't see past the pressures and the complaining of like all of what's going wrong right now. So they can't see the possibility. And although you definitely had a stretch goal of eight kids (laughs) in the midst of everything else, I actually relate to that. When I was younger, that was my number for some unknown. I had no reason to specifically pick eight, but eight was in my heart. I told my husband I wanted eight children. We had my son. My oldest is going to be 24, literally, in like a a second. Uh, And when I had him after 32 and a half hours of labor and an hour and a (laughs) half of pushing his little big head out, because it was a whole situation with my firstborn, um, he said, I bet you don't want eight kids now. And I said, I want seven more, literally seconds after that. Uh, Now, my youngest, who's my daughter, changed that whole thing, because after her being number two, I was like, that's it. Don't touch me again. So that, you know, (laughs) that, that changed my whole life around that. So you kept going. You actually got to the six, which is amazing. But I wanted to just like really appreciate the moment. There's not a lot of women who will be honest with themselves about what they wanted and even the, the fact that you could adjust, like, listen, I went after what I thought I wanted. I, I became a lawyer. Like I did it. We opened a practice. We had all the quote unquote picture perfect things and a pretty big family, which is a juggle of spinning plates in and of itself that yeah. I'm sure you can speak to on multiple levels. Um, but then to be brave enough and bold enough to say, I want something more and go after it. I have to, I got to give you mad props for that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think the turning point was I found myself one day an attorney calling me on my cell phone at home while I was trying to do something with my kids and like disrupting my whole day that it was just like, there's got to be more to this. And there's got to be, I, I, if I'm going to be interrupted, I want it to be interrupted by a conversation that I want to be having. I want to be, you know, uh, helping women build their business or with their health and fitness or whatever it is and not be arguing over custody or spoons is where I kind of found myself. It just got, it just, it it just it didn't feel good anymore. Yeah, no, I, I completely relate to that. So now you are in this space where you are living the life that you didn't originally know that you wanted, which is a thing, right? Like you had you mm-hmm. lived the life that you, you painted and then you as the artist decided to paint something bigger paint something different. I won't necessarily say better because it was your different, right? Like, of course, it's better for you. But for someone else who's a coach wanting to become a lawyer, right? Like they might have like a different version of what it is. But now you get to do that and really help people step into their truth and create the businesses that are thriving. So they're not like a struggling artist, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of coaches that we know that are living hand to mouth. And it's partially because they don't have the guidance and support that someone like you and I can offer them to really help them. I help them in a completely different way. I'm not an online business coach, but that's a completely different way that I'm helping them versus you. And in that, 
giving them that support and guidance that can really allow them to not feel like they're arguing over spoons, which I love that you said that. <laughs> they <laughs> or do. custody. <laughs> look, or custody, if that's a thing. Right, right. You know, that's happening. Um, so how, how does that look for you now? Like when you're working with your clients and you get up in the morning and you feel really good about your day and you still have life, spinning plates. You got six kids. Like it's it's still happening. And all that goes with that especially in 2020, like right now, like, and for those of you who are listening to this after 2020, because this is the evergreen show, you live through 2020 if you're, if you're in 2021 right now. So you're, you've gone through some really serious things and had to deal with life while you were creating, fulfilling businesses for other women. How does that look for you on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, that's a good question. So 2020 has been interesting and my work, I feel like has gotten, uh, I don't know, more important. Um, There's a lot of moms, especially, you know, back March when all of the kids came home and all of the women came home with their full-time jobs. And now all of a sudden, not only are they trying to just juggle the juggle, juggle the usual having a family, now they are trying to work their full-time job and they're also trying to teach their kids school. And they were, it was like an all-out panic. You know, I can't do all of these things. How am I going to fit all this stuff in? I, I coached one mom. Uh, we started working together right after the pandemic um, kind of started or the world shut down. And she just, every time I talked to her, she'd start the conversation with, I just, I didn't get enough done this week. And so Mm -hmm. we'd go through and she'd tell me all the things that she did. And it was just this reminder that you've done a lot this week. You may not have done it all. And, you know, you still feel like there's other things that you wish you would have gotten to, but you did a lot this week. And it's just going back and looking and reminding ourselves that we've, we've accomplished a lot. One of her big concerns was she had a kindergartner, a three-year-old and a one-year-old that now that she was home with them full time, that they weren't being educated properly and that she wasn't giving them enough in terms of you know education. They'd been at daycare, um, kind of a preschool situation where they were learning reading and letters and numbers. And she's like, I just, I'm not doing enough. What can I do to do more? And so I think just as moms, women and people in general, we just always feel like we should be doing more than what we are, but really taking a step back and looking at all the things that we've accomplished. We've, everybody's accomplished a lot every single day, unless you've honestly um, sat in front of the TV and watched Netflix all day, which I have done um, on those kind of days, but we've all accomplished a lot of things. And it's just reminding ourselves that we've done a lot and that we don't always need to be doing more and more and more and more. Yeah, no, I thousand percent agree. Reflecting and celebrating what did get done because it it could have been different. We could have not been here. We could have been really ill. We could have been sick. Or, you know, the reality is the life that some of us have, whether you're taking care of elderly parents, because, you know, I'm a woman that's over 40. So that's a thing. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of our listeners are between that like 35 and 62. So, you know, for many of them, they have the the kids, the grandkids, down to the grand puppies and kittens, (laughs) you know, all the way to the, the elderly care or even sibling care right now, which I'm hearing a lot because of COVID and a lot mm-hmm. of the financial hardships that hit family members. And, you know, there, there's a lot to the merging of lives that has happened in a way that people didn't necessarily assume it would be in addition to working together at home with your spouse, which is a whole nother thing. <laughs> so I'm curious with everything that you had to juggle all this year, and I don't know the ages of your kids, did you find yourself you know, having those days, like some of your clients sometimes, which makes you an awesome expert because you get to really relate to what they're going through. Did you find yourself looking around your house some days? Like there's nowhere for privacy. Like there's no room I can go in because everyone's home at the same time or your kids at different ages and stages and kind of out. 
Yeah, our situation was a little bit different. So to give you a little bit of background, I have six kids. The oldest is a senior in high school and the youngest one just started kindergarten this year. So there's a whole range in there. Yeah. And what we had done for school was um, the older three kids were going to regular, regular old school. And then the next two, my girls, they I've been homeschooling them um, for two years by this point. Mm-hmm. We were at the end of our second year. Um, and then my youngest one was at preschool only three days a week. So my kids were all over the place anyway. And the other thing that adds some excitement to our life is that my four girls are gymnasts. And at the time we were going to a gym that was 45 minutes away. So Ooh. we left our house every day at one and I spent the afternoons down at my girl's gym. And then we got home at like eight o'clock at night. Well, when COVID hit, I was still homeschooling the two girls. My three older kids did online school and they are amazingly, um, responsible and they really handled their stuff themselves. And then my preschooler just kind of like got thrown into the mix. But what changed in our life was all of a sudden we were home too much. Mm. And that was the adjustment that I went through. And actually um, it took me five days um, before I had a nervous breakdown um, because we, the world shut down on Friday and all of a sudden, like my six kids and I, and my husband, like we were home and my husband, he has his own law practice. So he was still going into the office and doing a lot of work, but we were home. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. We don't need to set an alarm and we don't have to have any rules. And we were staying up too late. We were having sleepovers. Like I w- I'm sure my kids were like, who is this woman? Cause this is not me. I'm like though, we go to bed at this time and we set the alarm at 5.30 and we work out. Well, by Wednesday, like our house had turned into complete chaos. I was, I usually get up at 5.30, I work out, I start my day, I work. Well, I wasn't setting the alarm. So I was, and we'd been up till like midnight. So I was getting up at like eight in the morning working out, starting my work day at 10 o'clock. And the kids were like, in that first week too, they didn't have school set up. So my older kids didn't have school. The two little girls, I was still trying to give them school. And it was a nightmare. And I remember that Tuesday night we had gotten um, like Butterfingers and Oreos because we were going to make blizzards. Cause that's what we did too. We ate a lot of ice cream and made brownies all the time. And we didn't get to making them. And I went downstairs at 1130. I had been working and I went downstairs and my kids had basically eaten an entire package of Oreos for breakfast. And I just remember I lost my mind. I was like, this is out of control. Like we cannot live like this anymore. And so I always say it took five days before like COVID hit, totally hit our house. And like, I freaked out and I called my husband. He had been wanting to go out to our Black Hills cabin to get away. And I called him, I said, you need to come get these kids like right now and take them away and don't come back for a week. Cause I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a lesson for me in realizing how important that schedule is and yes. why people have bedtimes and why they don't have sleepovers <laughs> all the time. And, setting the alarm. <laughs> and so we created that structure. Um, and then tell, but it was still an adjustment. We were not used to being home that much. And like, we, um, we usually, we eat dinner in the car. My kids, mm-hmm. we pack a cooler and we warm up the food and the girls eat dinner on the way home. Well, all of a sudden now it was like, okay, guys, you need to help um, load the dishwasher and we need to clean up after dinner and we need to sweep the floor. Like there was a lot of new things that I did deal with that were a little bit different than what my clients were dealing with. But definitely I realized how important it was like, you've got to have a schedule, but you also do need to still make that time for yourself and have, um, I need that 5.30 to seven o'clock in the morning time that nobody's talking to me to get my workout done and to get like my day organized and my brain ready to deal with everything I've got to do all day long. Absolutely. I call it my power up routine and mm-hmm. it, it's super important for me to be the best wife, best lover, best friend, best mama. And at this point, grandmama, like for me to be mm-hmm. that person, leave me alone <laughs> from five to seven, like just leave me alone, you know, unless obviously there's an emergency or, you know, there's right. something specific or 
you know, back before 2020, we were packing a bag to get on a plane maybe at five in the morning. You know, those things mm-hmm. aren't necessarily happening. But I really appreciate your vulnerability and your honesty with that because that's something that a lot of high-performing women can relate to when they're used to full schedules in and out the house. And then to have everything consumed where, you know, for many of us, work became what you could do on Zoom and the phone call and everything was mm-hmm. stationed where maybe before you were used to running out to meetings and networking and events and lunches and or maybe planes, trains and automobiles traveling. And now all of that is right here, you know, less than two feet in front of you. And then your kids are used to a schedule too. If, you know, if you have children, that's all something that had to be worked out. And no one was really talking about what you just said. No one was really talking about those high performing families. Like your kids are gymnasts. So I'm just going to take a stab and say they are used to expending some energy. Mm -hmm. And now mama and daddy have to deal with like, well, well, where are they going to go flip and not break something, you know, and then they do all the things. Well, and I think some of the things that came up for me at that time, too, because my um, older daughter has a scholarship to the University of Minnesota for gymnastics. My 15 year old wants a scholarship. And I was having this like kind of fear of like, um, you know, what's going to happen if we can't get into the gym? And so that first week, too, I was kind of frantically trying to figure out, like, how was I going to get my kids like their life back? And I also thought that this was going to be over in a couple of weeks. I had no idea it would take, you know, we're still in the middle of it. But just kind of like you it's interesting how you think like you want something else. Like I thought I wanted to sleep in. I thought I wanted to like watch Netflix until midnight. I thought I wanted all these things and I thought I wanted more time at home, but then you get it and it's not what you want. (laughs) I realized like, I like getting up at five 30 in the morning and get my day started. And I like being on the go with my kids all the time. And you just, it's really hard to, you know, at the time you're looking at what you've got and you always want something different, but it's realizing that the grass is not always greener with whatever your other schedule is. And all these moms that were like, you know, I don't want to go to my job and I want to be home with my kids all day, realize that like, that's not really all that's cracked up to be too. And that's why I started my business kind of in the first place was I want to be at home with my kids, but I also knew that like sitting and playing with my kids all day was going to drive me crazy. Like that I needed more than just that. And so kind of being able to like have that balance and being able to do both things. And um, a lot of moms got to see what that looked like when COVID hit. Yeah, that's called having it all, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and a lot of people think that you can't have it and you can, you just have to define what those parameters look yep. like for you in the form of a tonic. Like what I hear you saying is your fitness tonic, your morning routine tonic was really important. And that was part of you, like anyone who's ever taken medicine, even if it's a, a sweet syrupy taste, if that's your thing, you're like, yeah, but I've been taking it for five years. I just want to break from it, that's right? Like, yeah. yeah, like you just convince yourself that's what you want. And then you realize like, oh, wait, those three days without that tonic, I don't have the same energy. I don't have the same, mm-hmm. you know, compassion. I'm not a nice person, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever it might be for your jam. Cause I know. I am smiling in high energy 99% of the time. That 1% will land me in divorce, will make my kids, <laughs> right? Like, who is this woman? So, yep. I that was me on that Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the heart of a woman when I was speaking to her. I could see it in your face. Yeah. Um, so, I would love for you to share with everyone, you know, with all that you know to do, both as an expert, a professional woman, and as a wife and a mom and a business owner. How do you give yourself permission to pause? 
I think the big thing is, and I'll kind of like, again, going back in my history, I used to live the life of, I couldn't sit and watch a movie with my husband on a Friday night. I was cleaning out the file cabinet at the same time, or I, and I felt like I couldn't relax until I did A, B, C, and D. We live on a lake and we have three months of summer and I would break my neck on Monday mornings. I used to do teach online classes, get all those papers graded because I couldn't sit outside and enjoy the sunshine until those were graded. I'd sit out in the sun and be like, I should have those papers graded. Why am I not grading the papers? And for me, it was just like giving myself permission and that it was, that it's okay if the kid, all the kids, I'm looking at my daughter's homework um, across from me here that I need to grade. <laughs> it's okay if they don't get their papers graded the day that they do them. That It's just like, it's giving yourself permission and letting, you know, and it's, I'm a huge believer in that, like your thoughts create what you ultimately end up doing. And if I constantly am thinking that the kids have to have the homework done, they need to get, you know, all A's, I need to do this, I need to do that. My actions reflect that. I come across frazzled. I don't, my work isn't good. Um, I have a really hard time focusing on things. And that's when we end up watching too much Netflix and, you know, avoiding the things that we should be doing for our business. And so it's just really having that thought of like, it's totally okay for me to love myself and to take care of myself. And I'm like, like with my workout, if I don't have my workout in the morning, my kids, when I, my kids were littler, they knew not to interrupt me during that workout if they woke up because they knew I was beast mom. Like do not interrupt me during that time. And it's just like like giving yourself permission and that thought that like, it's okay. And this is what I need to do in order to be successful everywhere else. I know a lot of moms say, well, if I do less, I'm not going to be as successful. And I just completely disagree with that. Like less is more and pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion and crabbiness and frazzle like your work is not going to be it's it's not gonna be good it's gonna um fall flat it's going to be rushed you know just even like social media oh i've got a post i've got a post i used to do this when i was coaching health and fitness i need to create a post and i put out this awfulness on facebook (laughs) that nobody was interested in because it was awful because i made myself do it and it was this have to thing Mm -hmm. and so just like stepping back and doing the things that feel good and giving yourself permission to take that break is so huge no, a thousand percent agree. I, I teach a lot about permission to slow down, to speed up. So you mm-hmm. and I are in the same space. Simple is always better, even if it's not easy. Like yeah. even if we have to train ourselves to be okay with saying, you know what? The paper, it's, it's all right. They just did it 10 minutes ago. It mm-hmm. can wait <laughs> mm-hmm. a few minutes and I can enjoy the sun beaming on this body that I worked so hard for. And, you know, <laughs> And enjoying it. Oh, I love that so much. You're amazing. Rachel, tell everyone how they can connect with you to get more assistance with being productive in a way that allows them to enjoy their life. Well, uh, you can find me on Instagram. Um, On Instagram, I'm Rachel Ann Jenks. And um, I have got a Facebook group on Facebook that I just love and pour my heart into. And that one's called Intentional Success for uh, Coaches and Course Creators. I lost my train of thought there. And um, those are the two big places. You can also just find me on Facebook. I love connecting with people. And I also have a podcast. It's called the Intentional Success Podcast because I believe that if you set your goals and you um, you know, create a plan and take action on it, you can achieve anything. And that's what I love about this world that we live in, that a person can build a business basically doing anything that they love and enjoy, and they can do it while still enjoying the rest of their life. And I just think that's a beautiful, beautiful concept. Absolutely. I a thousand percent agree. That is amazing. I am going to make sure that I continue to continue to stalk you and follow you professionally, of course, um, and encourage everyone else to do the same. You were such a joy. Thank you for carving out this time and you're very full and productive. I will not say busy, full and productive <laughs> right. schedule. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun.
Thank you, everybody. Balance Bowley listeners, how amazing is Rachel Jinks? Like, phenomenal. So go and make sure that you follow her. Hello. Just make sure you do that. Everything you need is in the bottom of the show notes. So there's no reason to say, oh, I heard this amazing woman and I can't remember. I know I've got a couple of DMs from you. So I'm going to re-encourage all of my really productive, high-performing women and those few brave men that are out there. I want you to scroll down below Apple or Google or Spotify or Pandora, wherever you found us. And I want you to look at those notes because all the links that you need are in there. We always have a laugh about it in the DMs like, oh, Nikita, I didn't read. I'm like, yes, reading is fundamental. Leaders are readers. Make sure you read that. So everything you need is in there. I appreciate and I honor you guys for this time that you carved out to listen to this show. It does not, you know, go over my head that you have thousands, if not millions of other podcast shows to listen to. And the fact that you tuned in to Balance Bowley for Ambitious Women in Business and a few brave men warms my heart because I am really, really grateful to be here with you every week and to show up for you fully. If you have not already picked up Selfish, Permission to Pause, Live, Love, and Laugh Your Way to Joy, my survivor memoir and personal transformation story, please do. It's literally at 400,000 online locations, including Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, and other places. So make sure you do and get your cup of healing that I believe you will, that I poured into it poured into those 209 pages because I literally bled all over them. Not literally, don't be weirded out, but you know what I mean? Like I told my whole story. So go enjoy it. You can follow me at Ask Nikita everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. If you have any questions, just DM me like you have been doing. It's phenomenal. And I get such good content from you. Until next time, I want you to continue to create your balance and create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. 